Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy. Hey, One Hope Church and One Hope friends, Peter here, uh, continuing our Bible reading podcast. Season four, we're, we're going through the Minor Prophets right now, and this morning in the, uh, the sermon, we are at our fourth book, uh, going through the Minor Prophets, the book of Obadiah. Shortest uh, book in the entire Old Testament, just 21 verses. And as we kind of tackled this little book this morning, noted uh, that it's a judgment upon Edom, which is uh, Israel's neighbors, uh, rival neighbors to the southeast. And uh, really, it's a book of judgment upon Edom because primarily of the offense of Edom really helping the Babylonians conquer Judah, and actually they actually helped them pillage the temple, burn down the temple. And so there's a lot of hurt and uh, pain uh, for the uh, the exiles who've returned to Israel and maybe asking the question, why God and nations around them are mocking them? Our gods are greater than your gods because your God has let this happen. And so it's really a message. The book of Obadiah is a prophecy uh, to Edom, but it's also a word of consolation to Israel that, no, no, I am the God of all nations, God says, and I'm going to judge the Edomites just like I judged you, Israel, because of your pride, and now you've been humbled, but I'm going to judge Edom as well. In fact, it's going to be a final judgment. Uh, There's going to be nothing left of Edom. I'm going to leave something of you, Jacob, you, Israel, because out of you is going to come the Messiah. And so there's the grace piece coming through Israel and ultimately to the entire world, even to Edomites. And uh, But ultimately, this judgment is pronounced upon Edom in the book of Obadiah. But kind of noted that this whole thing is really about a family feud that goes all the way back to the book of Genesis, uh, where Jacob and Esau wrestling in the womb. And then we kind of track the history of that rivalry of those two peoples of the Israelites coming from Jacob and the Edomites coming from Esau. And and so what I would like to do, you know, we, we looked at kind of this morning and the sermon time, these three messages of hope that I kind of drew out of the book of Obadiah, that there's hope for um, for broken relationships. There's hope for broken hearts. Uh, the Israelites have been broken and God heals the brokenhearted and and uh, he opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And then hope for the hope for a broken world was the final piece as we really kind of looked at the, there's a missions piece to this as we look at some other texts and how the Edomites themselves are ultimately included in the church. And so the church, the new Israel, the new Jacob is ultimately, um, it, it includes the Edomites. And so the family feud has ended, basically. And we looked at that, how God did that through the cross. What I would really kind of like us to focus on, though, this week in our readings, um, and and maybe um, I'll leave it up to Joel. But if uh, if in this in the Saturday roundtable, want to focus around this, uh, perhaps is just this piece of broken relationships. I mean, this is uh, there is a real broken relationship that happened between Jacob and Esau, and it extended to their family. This this family feud that was happening, and you know, we all I think. Uh, or most of us probably have uh, relationships in our lives that have been strained, that have been broken, um, 
usually I thought those those the most painful uh, of those relationships are the ones where we should be close to this person. They're a sibling, a parent, a son, a daughter, a, a cousin, uh, a close friend, and something has happened to strain that relationship and it's become broken. And so, uh, so maybe there's a call here to maybe reflect on that. What caused the brokenness? You know, maybe it's your fault. Maybe it's their fault. Maybe it's a little bit of both. But there may be a call here to perhaps. Um, try one more time to maybe uh, bring healing to those relationships. And what I would like to kind of explore maybe this week, uh, and I'll just kind of, this I didn't really touch on this too much in the message from this morning, but I see a, a few things that really Eden was guilty of that really escalated the brokenness of this relationship that they had with Jacob. Now, Jacob is at fault too, the Israelites are at fault too, but Obadiah is about Edom, and so just the sins of Edom is really comes out, and, and, I, and I see three. Number one is the pride, uh, and, and how, how big of a killer is pride when it comes to our broken relationships? Pride keeps us from making those overtures and, and to try to bring healing, and, and we need to be right, and uh, they got to take the first move, and so there's pride there. Esau and Edomites had that pride, and, and that, and that uh, <clears throat> um, you know, added to, facilitated that broken relationship that happened, so um, a call to us to counter that pride with humility in those broken relationships that we have. Second thing is fear. I think of how in Numbers chapter 14, when Jacob and, and the, well, Jacob, the, the Israelites descended from Jacob are going to the promised land and they need to go through Edom, but Edom won't let them go through their land. And even though Israelites say, hey, we're not going to eat your food, we're, we're not going to take your land, we just need to pass through. And Edom said, no, we'll fight you if you step foot on our land. I think there's a fear factor there for Edom. Uh, they're, they're afraid that uh, Israel's not going to make good on that. And and and, there's, and certainly uh, there's not a trusting in God's uh, ultimate sovereignty and and his word to uh to you know bring salvation through israel there's a faith piece there that i think edom is also guilty of um but for us too i think and sometimes that can keep us from really moving toward those broken relationships trying to restore them for fear that oh, we might be taken advantage of or fear that this is going to take too much emotional energy for me to do this or uh, or fear that i might be uh, you know, that there might be some kind of, um, 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 I guess, taking advantage of, I just already said that. So, um, so countering that f- fear with faith, that trust that God does want to have these relationships restored, and you can't change people. Um, you can't change how people will ultimately respond, but, you know, as the scripture says, as far as it depends on you, be at peace with all people. So, um, so putting that fear aside and walking in faith and uh, asking for guidance and seeking to restore some of those broken relationships. Now, there's a caveat here. Sometimes there's a relationship that's been broken. Maybe it's a, a marriage that's been broken. There's been abuse. Uh, and it's just not safe for you to try to make amends with that relationship. And so there's exceptions to this, and you need to be wise. Uh, but in general, with many of our broken relationships, I think, uh, there still is that call to be peacemakers, to, to, to humble ourselves, and then also to walk in faith to see God um, possibly restore those relationships, at least as far as it depends on you. Do your part, 
and leave the results to God. And, and ultimately, you cannot control how people respond. And then um, a final, um, I think, uh, sin of uh, or a dysfunction of Edom that comes out, I think, in the text is insecurity. You know, Edom, uh, they were guilty of just kind of mocking uh, the Israelites uh, for, you know, when they were defeated by the Babylonians, they kind of kicked them while they're down. They, uh, they gloated over them, and then they even participated in the burning down of the temple. And though we may not do that, uh, outwardly, when it, when a friend who we've a former friend or or, or a broken relationship that is that there's it's been strained and and we may not actively seek to bring uh, um, hurt to them in any way or or certainly we don't try to kick them when they're down, but if something bad happens to them, um, and we don't say it out loud, but is there some ugly part of our heart that maybe feels a little bit vindicated? <laughs> when they go through some kind of struggle or hard thing and our relationship with them has been broken and, well, they're getting theirs now. We don't say that out loud, but is there some ugly part of our heart that maybe sometimes does feel vindicated um, and uh, validated uh, when a rival or someone that we're, we have this broken relationship with um, goes through a hard time or suffering? Um, and we may even spiritualize it. Oh, we're praying for you. Bless them. But really, deep in our heart, we feel vindicated. And and that, I think, flows out of, I think, as it did for Edom, it may be a sense of insecurity. Uh, we're not secure enough in our relationship with the Lord and our identity in Him that we can leave all judgment to Him and, and not feel like we need to be validated ourselves or proven right by, by our rival or someone else who's we've had the relationship with that's now been broken with them kind of uh, going through a struggle or something that would seem to indicate that, yeah, we were right and uh, and validated in that um, broken relationship. So so those three pieces, um, just maybe reflect on that and ask, uh, you know, uh, do you agree with that? Uh, are those three factors potentially in, at least for your part, um, and maybe maybe for the person that you have this broken relationship with as well, uh, those factors of of um, pride and fear and insecurity. Want to counter those with humility, faith, and identity, our secure identity in who we are as children of God, and and they are also loved by God as well, and so. So those are just some thoughts uh, that I had as I kind of reflected on this whole message about Obadiah and some of the lessons that come out of it. And so um, so let's maybe, uh, if it's okay, uh, focus on kind of that relationship aspect. And, um, and it doesn't just have to be strained relationships. Maybe this is just how do we relate to people that we are just have difficulties with or just we don't see eye to eye with on things or how do we love people uh, within a church that is supposed to be a very diverse church of people from all different kinds of backgrounds and personality types, and we may not get along with everybody, and that's totally fine because we all have different personality types, but how do we truly walk in love and uh, as, as a church family, but also just with our fellow human beings as well? And so it's amazing how many scriptures relate to just interpersonal relationships, uh, it's, I mean, it's all about that. I mean, Jesus said the greatest commandment is love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. The second is love your neighbor as yourself. And so, so much of just 
living the life that Jesus calls us to is just how we interact with other people. So let's uh, let's do that this week. And so bless you guys on your readings uh, of the scripture readings Monday through Friday, and then look forward to uh, some good discussion around uh, perhaps this topic or any other of these uh, topics that uh, Joel and his team would lead us into. Let me pray for us. Lord, thank you for uh, the message of Obadiah. Um, tough book, but uh, there is a message of hope there. And I pray that you would uh, guide us and direct us to over to avoid the pitfalls that Esau fell into, the Edomites fell into, and the broken relationship they had with Jacob and with the Israelites. And of course, Jacob and the Israelites, they had their own issues too. They contributed. Uh, so help us to learn uh, from uh, both of their um, failings, but also then to keep our eyes fixed on you. Ultimately, you are the one who who is the peacemaker. And so we invite you, Jesus, to be the peacemaker. Uh, first off, with our relationship with you, the living God, and then out of that reconciliation with you, may we help uh, reconciliation happen between brothers and sisters and people within the church and even in communities as well. Pray that you give us this grace in Jesus' name. Amen.